0: Hey guys, this is Valerie Ortiz from Disney's Gabby Duran and the Uncidables. And I'm sitting here with Elias for the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. it! I did it. A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh,
1: I love the movies.
0: Comedy and more from deep inside the Man Cave.
1: Your host, Elias. Valerie, welcome to the cave. Thanks so much for having me. How are you? What's new with you?
0: Uh, I'm good. I um, I'm in Vancouver, uh, starting season two of Gabby. So I just got out of a, a studying and um, it's not that cold. So I am a happy girl. <laughs> there you go.
1: So yeah, you start <laughs> you star in Disney's Disney Channel's uh, Gabby Duran the Uncitables and you just recently released a children's book as well. We'll talk about that. But I want the listeners to get to know a little more about you. Where are you originally from?
0: I was born in Puerto Rico, um, and I was raised in Orlando, Florida. Oh
1: wow! What uh, what made the decision for your pe- family to move to Orlando?
0: Um, Orlando. Uh, my cousins, like my dad, was in the National Guard. So, and he like went back and forth. He was born in Puerto Rico too, but from New York. And then when he was in the National Guard, um, he was in Texas too. So he had a taste of the states. So I think for him, you know. He tried to convince my mom that, you know, it'd be a better lifer, my brother and I, blah, 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 and it worked. Yeah. Um, we moved to Miami first, and then they explored Florida a little bit, and then we landed in Orlando. Wow. And uh, we had some family that lived there, too, so that helped the, yeah. the move and the transition, yeah.
1: So as a kid growing up, uh, what were you into? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm well being that I grew up in Orlando um I love people and all that stuff but I was just of dance honestly dance is my first love um and then I think when I got into middle school like ballet wasn't cool <laughs> <laughs> and so like I stopped which I wish I would have never stopped um but I like that I mean I grew. I have an older brother and we kind of just were always doing videos and whatnot at home so that kind of Helped and bringing me into like the entertainment world um, outside of dance. Yeah, Um, writing was a big thing, which is what brought my whole you know um, dream of publishing my book and yeah, honestly, it's always something creative.
1: Yeah. So like, wh- how old were you when you decided like, okay, when I grow up, this is I want to get into the acting business. This is what I want to go do.
0: Man, honestly. When I took it seriously like that, I would say it was late, like high school. Okay. And I say late because, I mean, on a children's show and, you know, these little kids are babies and have, like, you know, these huge dreams and they're already making them happen. Um, but in high school, I went to a theater magnet high school in Orlando. Um, and that's when I learned a little bit more about, like, the biz and the agents and the headshots and um, that whole deal. Um, so I'd say, yeah, high school, which feels kind of late. Okay. <laughs>
1: You have to start somewhere, right?
0: Right. Yes. There <laughs> yeah.
1: Was there uh, any uh, any other uh, like uh, movies or TV shows that also gave you that push also, after, you know, growing up and you enjoyed watching?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I was a big fan of like the Disney Channel Nickelodeon shows growing up. Um but I honestly I think it was my brother just because he's older and I just was fascinated by everything that he was fascinated yeah. with. So And he would, like, dissect movies and, like, the ETs and the whatever, Jurassic Parks, and, you know, just go into things in a just cooler level than I probably would have ever have and yeah. that definitely was intriguing. And then he went to the Theater Magnet High School, so I went to the Theater Magnet High School, and um, he definitely kind of gave me that push to... I'd say look into things more than I think I would have. And I mean, I loved watching Selena, obviously. Yeah. I was a big influence. I love her. And, um, but yeah, it was, it was, it's all his fault. <laughs> <laughs> there
1: you go. So how did you get started in acting then? What was that after high school? What did you do?
0: So, um, I went to the university of central Florida for my for theater. Um, we, I had auditioned for to other like big schools and stuff like that, but couldn't really afford it. So I stayed local. Um, And that was great. And I booked a TV show actually hosting called Splat. Um, It was like a live game show for kids um, on Nickelodeon. And then because of that show, like our contract got extended and I had to not start my junior year of college, which was like, dun, 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 for like my parents, you know, like, yay, oh my gosh, Um, and for me too. Um, And because we took that semester off after that show wrapped, uh, a friend and I, um, from the show, we took this road trip to L.A. from Orlando. Um, and we're like, yeah, that'll be fine. And then I guess really the rest is history. One of my best friends introduced me to my manager, who I'm still with after 15 years.
1: That's awesome. And I decided to stay in L.A. and yeah. <laughs> see what happens. And it it worked out. <laughs> there you go. And now you star in Disney Channel's Gabby Duran, The Unsuitables.
0: There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for the
1: listeners, <laughs> can you tell what the show is about?
0: Yeah. So, um, for anybody who has kids, it's kind of fun because it is a book series that the show is based off of. So that's kind of a cute little um, thing to know if, you know, kids are that reading age or, you know, bedtime story type of thing. Um, they could get into the books, but, uh, Gabby Duran and in the Incidibles is about a young girl. She moves to this new town, uh, called Havensburg, actually from Miami, which is kind of fun. Um, florida obviously um and her mom uh me who i play dina gets a new job um in haversburg as an on-air reporter and um she's kind of she kind of has a hard time like fitting in like she's not like the um, studious type uh and she gets a job as a babysitter in dina her mom is all excited for her um but unbeknownst to her it's babysitting aliens hmm. and that's that's really where everything starts.
1: Um, do you remember your audition for that? And tell us about that.
0: Funny, man, because the audition for that, it was super fast. And by the way, my character started as a recurring and pretty much that means you're not a regular. You just kind of pop in and a few episodes here and out. Um, so that's what it started, um, as, and I, I went in honestly thinking like, there's no way I'm going to get this. Like, I don't look like I can be the mom of, like, a 14-year-old, 13-year-old. And um, then I got a call back the same day. Um, I hadn't even gotten home, and they called me and, like, oh, they want you to do it to chemistry, which means I do the same thing I did with the actor, um, yeah. with another actor. So I came back. I did it with Kylie, um, who plays Gabby. And um, that, you know, went well. But, again, I'm kind of like, I see, you know, these other women. I'm, like, not nah, going to get it. There's no way. And the weekend passed, and I found out they changed it to a regular, which meant I had to relocate to Vancouver if I were to get it. And I'm like, okay, fine. I mean, if I get it, I get it. And sure enough, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> and they're like, you're moving to Vancouver for six months. <laughs> That's
1: right. Now, you said you played Dina. How would you describe her?
0: Dina Duran. She is, I love her because she she's a single mom, but she's... Super goal oriented and um, go getter, and she's all about her dreams and her job. Which I really I love to see a mom on TV, especially being Latina and a single mom at that. Kind of still being like a uh, uh, a boss, you know, yeah. for lack of a better term. Since that's such a you know trendy thing these days, um, girl boss. Uh, I love that, and she's all about family, uh, all about her girls. Um so yeah how did you prepare for the role when
1: you first got it and like did you do any research for it
0: Um well I got into the books first oh, just to kind yeah. of get a, a feel of like really what it what that was like um and honestly as far as like research just like talking to like my best friends who have semi older children yeah. um not Gabby's age but you know talking to them about different things that like Gabby does and how they would react to it and, and that kind of a thing, right? Because I, I don't have kids. But um, but I can imagine because I'm a good titi, a good aunt. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. And that's actually been the coolest part is having the show I was on prior hit the floor. It wasn't so much kid friendly. So now finally, like all of my, you know, my cousin's kids and my best friend's kids, they can all watch me. And I'm like super cool to them. <laughs> um and actually not because because of me but because i know kylie they're yeah. <laughs> like oh my god you know can you know facetimer do you actually remember oh my god it's so funny
1: <laughs> now if dina was like a real person would you be friends with her
0: um right now in my life probably not uh
1: just,
0: <laughs> I'm so about her. literally to go to the to girls um So maybe I don't even know if Dina would have time to go out with me, (laughs) but if she did, she's pretty cool. I mean, honestly, she's a really cool mom. Um, She, she lets her girls be who they are, which I think is a really tricky thing as a parent, right? Like, and and my parents were so strict growing up that I love that Dina lets Gabby be who she is, wear the clothes that she wears, kind of have her little style and then You know, let's Olivia be who she is because I have two kids um, on the show. So I love that about her. Um, So I don't know. I don't know if she would have time to hang out with Valerie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So how is it working with the cast? I mean, there's a couple of adults on the cast also, but how is it working with them? And then how is it working with the younger kids?
0: It is so different it's it's so much fun the kids obviously bring um an element of surprise that you don't normally get from adults because um, we're so jaded by life i'm just kidding um but the kids are so spontaneous um super crazy talented they really cast the show really good so it's funny because you just never know what the days are going to be and it's 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 also really hard because um the kids are on like this they call it they have this pumpkin time and as you can imagine, like Cinderella, you know, at midnight, she everything turns into a pumpkin, yeah. right? So the same thing happens with the children on set. So after certain hours, they can't work. They have to leave. So Nathan and I, Nathan who plays um, Principal Swift, most of the time when they're doing our coverage, right, so when they turn the camera around, it's our close-ups, we might be talking to a piece of tape or, like, a stand-in, which is like a person who's staring at you but they can't talk. So some of the stuff is awkward, <laughs> and you're like, "I wish I had a human," or "I wish I actually had my actors here." So that that's difficult and funny all at the same time, um, It just makes the experience just different from yeah. anything else I've ever done. Uh, but it's it's cool. It's it's neat too because you, I mean, I I, I start thinking like. These kids, like their future is so bright, and uh, and just being at in their lives for such a, a neat time, and and a lot of them, this is their first TV show. So,
1: oh wow!
0: You know, I don't know. I get super sentimental and emotional. Like you'll never forget this, and you know, you're going to be little stars. And <laughs> <laughs> do
1: they do they ever I ask you know, for any advice it. or anything? Since they're that young.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've talked about, like, acting type of things for, like, advice. But, I mean, these kids have, like, great heads on their shoulders. And all the parents, too, are are fantastic. So I I need advice from them, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of your head. Watch these kids. What's the... (laughs) Be amazing.
1: So, like, what's the funniest thing that's happened to you on set filming the show? Oh, my gosh.
0: The funniest thing, and I don't know if it's funny, funny, but the most fun that I had was there's, um, gosh, I'm like, it's kind of a spoiler because it hasn't aired. But um, a funny thing happens and some alien dust stuff gets on Dina. Um, and so all sorts of things happen to her. And um, gosh, I don't know how to describe it without spoiling. But so it's that episode and I had a little a stunt double for it and um, lots of makeup stuff had to happen for that. So that, once it airs, the audience will know. Um, <laughs> that was the funniest and the most fun, just because of all the things that had to go into making that happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. And now you said you're filming season two. When uh, do they think? Wait. When do they think season two is going to air? Dude, I don't know. No,
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, I have no idea. By the way, we finished. We finished filming season one last April. We were supposed to be back october 2019 so we're kind of starting late-ish but i mean this business is kind of like that like yeah. you just never know um so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. i hope we kind of i'm thinking maybe october next year to kind of yeah. keep it the same but i can't that's even great. say that and give you anything that <laughs> might really happen yeah. who knows
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right so now you recently published a children's book as well tell us about that <laughs>
0: Yeah, so like I said, it's just something that I've always loved to do, and um, I was born in Puerto Rico, and um, Spanish was my first language, and now as an adult, man, I it's embarrassing sometimes because I think in English, um, and it's sad, you know, like, I'm like, man, my, you know, those are my roots, these are my traditions and stuff, so it was really important um, for me to do a bilingual children's book, um, and something that would be cute and fun, and there's a a native frog to Puerto Rico, and we call him the coqui. And the coqui is very um, – and he's teeny tiny. He's, like, the size of, like, half of your thumb. And he's special because at night, like, when the sun starts to go down, he kind of does this whistle, and it kind of sounds like, coqui, coqui, but, like – and I love it a lot. Some pumpkins are like, oh, it's such a nuisance," And I'm just like, music to my ears. I'm like, they're so cute. <laughs> um, so my main character is this Koki because um, he's not like all the other frogs, right? He doesn't ribbit. So he's different and unique, and yet he still sings his song very loud and very proud. So I think that was um, just a, an, an important thing, you know, and especially for kids, being yourself. And those type of themes, um, I mean, even for adults, I think are um, yeah, really important and something that we need to be reminded of, right? So that's kind of how it starts. And um, there's already two other books already written. I'm gonna start um, sketching the illustrations for my second book. This uh, probably like next month once I'm like settled in, settled in.
1: Yeah. That's
0: and great. yeah, it's it's been crazy. It's so exciting. It's been such a learning process. My goodness. I was gonna ask you, well, like, what's the
1: like, what's the process? Like, how long did you like for the first book that you did, like how long was, were your ideas before? Okay. What's the next step after that?
0: Yeah. So man, so I wrote them a while ago, like, uh, like end of high school. So it's, it's been a minute that I've been sitting on this and I just, I'm super ignorant to, to that world. I don't I know, not a lot about it, but I think throughout the years, I kept researching here, researching there, talking to different people who've published or not published or have an agent don't have an agent and I finally decided like not knowing or that feel of the what if stop me from doing it like who cares like you know I'll learn as I go and then that's scary for me because I'm a little bit of control um so I just did it and did a lot of research on self-publishing and stuff like that um printing I've learned so much about paper yeah. <laughs> like, like the, the weight of paper and Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, honestly, it was just a lot of Googling. Thanks, Google, um, and asking for advice from other people, right, who've already done it, Um, and, like, talking to moms again, um, and being like, how much, you know, do you guys spend on new books? Like, just, like, random little questions. Yeah, yeah. so it was just, like, that. little by little, I just, when I run into a problem, I research it and figure it out, and so I think the second book is going to be a lot smoother and, you know, a lot more, right. Cause as you learn, you learn and you, <laughs> you keep know, going,
1: right.
0: Exactly. So yeah. it's cool. I mean, it's one of those things that like, it's such a, it was, it's been such a passion project and such a like Valerie, like good job. Like you did it on your own and, and well, and with, you know, help with all the advice and the support of everybody. Um, that if nothing ever happened, like literally that was the last thing I did and nothing ever happened again, I'd be just super content and just like proud, yeah. you know?
1: How many, what's so, your goal? How many How many books do you want to do or do you want to just keep going as much as you can?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, from when well, I have a series, um, I already have some written, including Cookie. Um, I've written another book um, called Sana Sana, Sana Um And that's about, like, this little poem that a lot of Latinos do when a little kid, like, falls. And and it's funny enough because it's about a frog, too, which I was – after writing it, I was like, dude, there's a frog thing here. Um, And then I have, like, other ideas of things that I've, like, halfway written but aren't completed, like, those other three. Um, So, so far, that. That And, I mean, I have poems I've written – throughout the years that one day I'd want to turn into a memoir and then throw the poems in um, as like chapter breakers for like where I was in my life. Um, yeah. I mean, who knows? I'm thinking most families like, and then what if, and
1: then what if? So. <laughs> how, how can the listeners uh, find your book?
0: They can go to holahelloseries.com, um, and, uh, H-O-L-A, oh, uh, hello, series.com And yeah, it's, all the stuff is on, um, on the website Mm. and then you know they can follow me on instagram too i have the link on my instagram page and i'm on at valerie ortiz and it's valerie with a y um e-r-y at the end and follow along this crazy amazing journey there you go
1: (laughs) what's uh what's next for you in 2020 you got any other uh, things coming up
0: man with the second book number one obviously season two and I don't know. I there, I have so many things that I, I have in like my my bucket list of like traveling yeah. and things I want to do. Um, but you know, lately life has been crazy. A lot of uh, you know, to be a hundred percent honest, just sad, like loss and stuff like that. So I'm just going day by day. Like I usually live in the clouds and I'm like five months ahead. Like and then in September I can you know. <laughs> <and> <laughs> To be <laughs> honest, Lately, I'm like, girls, slow it down, like just day by day. So um I'm I'm taking that route right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now I did read online that you support a few charities. Right. Tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right now, um, any children's charity are are that's like where my head goes. I love the Ronald McDonald House. I have a personal connection to what they do for families. Um during obviously such a tragic time, so I'm a huge supporter of them. Um, any children's hospital, I I support all of them. Um, obviously, I live in L.A., so I've done stuff for them and such um, uh, ch- charities with autism. Because again, honestly, a lot of them are just because of the connections, and I think. When it comes to that stuff, I always tell people find what moves you, right? Like it doesn't yeah. have to be, you know, breast cancer, the children's um, charities, or just whatever moves you or inspires you. Um, look into that and and see what makes your heart happy, right? You volunteering your time, if you know it doesn't always have to be money. Time is time is precious, right? That's irreplaceable. So I think that's a really Really good way to go. So yeah. that's what I that's awesome. encourage people to do yeah. when it comes to charity stuff.
1: That's great. One last thing. What quote do you live by? Do you have like your favorite quote that you live by?
0: Yeah. So, um and it's in Spanish, but uh it says Lo que ti es ti, which is what's for you is for you and it's something my mom's always told me. Um and it is helped me so much just in life. Um and in and throughout my career just you know if it's not for me it it, it won't be for me right and if it is then nobody can take it from me um and i think just really knowing that and having that confidence of like if it's mine it's mine like i got it right obviously you don't just sit back you know you work for (laughs) you things but there's a piece in in that quote so that's
1: great that's
0: my favorite lastly
1: could you tell us one more time how can the listeners find you on social media
0: Yes, you guys follow me um, on Instagram. I'm at Valerie Routines. And again, uh, Valerie with a Y at the end. Um, Facebook, um, official Valerie Routines fan page. Twitter, at Val's tweet, V-A-L-S tweet. Uh, Is that all of them?
1: (laughs) I think so. I mean, there's probably more out there that we don't know about.
0: I know, but man, there's too much. I'm getting old to keep up with all (laughs) these.
1: (laughs) Valerie, this was fun. Thank you for coming on